Do you think that I'm cursed at the moment? Have I done something to cause this chain of events that is just, you know, everything is spiraling out of control around me? Welcome to today's podcast episode. It's a solo one and it's a bit of a life update. If you follow along on social media, you will likely know because you've probably seen the hideous photos I've been posting on my stories. You will likely know I have an injured, 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 can't even speak, an injured foot, um, specifically a fractured ankle. It's called an avulsion fracture, which prior to a week ago, I had never even heard of, but for a little bit of context, a week or so ago, by the time you listen to this episode, maybe 10 days-ish will have passed, but I was in the kitchen, prepping dinner, getting organized, and one of the boys said to me, mom, come and play with us, and I was like, ugh, you know when you have that moment in parenting where you're like, you know what, I kind of just have to do the practical stuff. And there's a lesson in that. You know, there are times when you have to say to your kids, I'd love to play with you. Sometimes you're saying it, not being completely honest. Uh, But sometimes you say to your kids, look, I'd love to play with you, but I have to get dinner sorted or I have to get the washing sorted or I have to sit down and do some work or whatever it is. And that is perfectly normal in parenting and perfectly necessary, I think. I think we would be doing a disservice to our kids if we catered to their every single whim because that's not real life. And then there are moments in parenting where, you know, you get that invite to come along and play and it's like, yeah, you know what? The dishes can wait. The dishwasher can stay full. Dinner can wait 10 minutes. And I had been feeling particularly heavy with a bit of mum guilt for a variety of reasons, like not one specific reason. And as I say it out loud, I'm kind of reflecting on why I've been feeling that level of mum guilt. And I think it's to do partly with the fact that as the kids are getting older, you know, they're nearly 10, they are spending a lot more time with their friends. And there's this part of me that has this weird, like, yes, I'm excited. I'm glad that they've got that bit of independence. It's so lovely. And that's, you know, part of the job description of being a parent is you get them to a stage where they do things more independently. And you, you know, that's part of the job description. But there's also this like lingering sensation in me still because they're still so little where I miss them, you know, like I miss of an afternoon after school that they don't really want to hang out with me. They just want their friends to come over and they want to get into their stuff. And so I think the heaviness of mum guilt that I have been experiencing is this weird mixture of missing them and also being a bit preoccupied with other stuff that's going on for them as well. But that is a whole other conversation. And so when my son said to me, mum, come and play with us. And I was like, you know what? I want to do dinner. I want to have a shower, but okay, I'll come and play. And so we were playing outside. I jumped up and came down and landed on top of a squishy basketball. 
uh, like a, it's the basketball that came with a trampoline and it's not fully inflated. So it had a bit more squish in it than usual. But as I've come down onto it, my ankle, as Brendan described, just folded completely. And it was such intense pain. Just quickly, a word from today's sponsors. Unless, of course, you're one of our Venti members. In that case, there are no ads and your episode is about to keep playing. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm sure that neighbors would have thought that I had been shot or like viciously wounded because the screams just escaped from me. And I knew like as soon as I went down and I was on the floor and I was like, like uncontrollably just viscerally having that, you know, expulsion of sound coming out of me. I remember just thinking, oh, this is bad. This is bad. And how am I going to cope? And I was lying there and I was looking at Brendan and I said to him, like, how am I going to cope? Like it was instantaneous. I knew that something was so damaged that it wouldn't just be a case of icing it, resting it overnight and being back to normal business the next day. Like I just was looking at him and I'm like, how, like, how am I going to cope through my tears? And the boys became really upset. They definitely like have such a big reaction if I'm upset. Even this morning, I was crying this morning just out of frustration and the boys just don't like not that they don't know how to handle it, but you can see that for kids, seeing their parents hurt and upset, they can't help but feel that, like they're so attached to you. And so when it happened, the boys were like, oh, what do we do? So straight away I was like, can you go and get mummy a glass of water with some ice, like give them something to do just to get a bit of space so that I could look at Brendan and figure out what we're going to do. Thankfully, Brendan was home and thankfully I have a partner at the moment because I, and I know that I would cope like, cause you don't have another choice, but it would be so challenging to be the only adult with kids with this issue. So for anyone who is injured and they are solo parenting, I just like, I just applaud you and I take my hat off to you. And I'm so sorry that you're in that situation because I can just imagine how challenging it is. But long story short, Brendan got me inside. He was very reluctant to take the shoe off because he said, once that shoe comes off, it's just going to swell. So let's get you to the hospital for an x-ray. I'm like, oh, it's dinner time. I don't want to do this. I don't want to go and sit in the emergency department for hours. Um, You know, all of the normal stuff. And I started to kind of tell myself, no, no, just rest it. It will be okay. Maybe it's not that bad, blah, 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 all that stuff. We ended up getting to the hospital. By the time we got there, I was in a lot of pain. We got the shoe off. We got the x-ray. The doctor said, and like, I am so grateful, incredibly grateful that we have access to emergency rooms in that way because we walked in and it was a Tuesday night. There was maybe two or three people in the waiting room and we just got seen to straight away and 
I'm so grateful that we have that available. And I should also mention, of course, I am so aware. Like I am so aware and that kind of compounds some of the guilt and grief and frustration I have been feeling for this past, you know, week and a bit. Like I'm so mindful that with everything going on in the world, a fractured ankle is like not the be all and end all. And it's nothing to be, you know, ruined over. But at the same time, I've really struggled and I'm not going to pretend that I haven't. And so we had the x-ray, I had the x-ray and the doctor said it's a avulsion fracture. And what that means is the ligaments have torn and they've torn a little bit of bone off with them. And the doctor said, there's no point putting you in a moon boot because they're just a bit uncomfortable. What we recommend is to just put this like little bandage sock thing on. Here are a pair of crutches. And when you can start weight bearing, start weight bearing. That was the extent of the treatment plan and protocol that was given at hospital. So (laughs) it has sucked. It has truly, truly sucked. And yes, I have practiced gratitude. And even the other day I said to Brendan, I'm so thankful it's not both ankles. I'm so thankful it's not more severe than it was. And Brendan said to me as we were going to the hospital, because I was saying, I just hope it's not broken. And he said to me, my love, it would actually be easier if it was broken because bones repair, they go back together. He said ligament damage is actually a lot more painful and takes a lot more time to heal. And so, yes, I've been grateful for what it is. And I'm sorry if this is a boring episode, but in terms of life updates, this is it for me because I have just been so restricted and so up and down. I have moments where I am really grateful and really aware that it's such a minor thing and it's a moment in time. And for the first couple of days, I just felt so miserable. And I guess that was intensified because I have been sharing images of the bruising and the swelling on social media because that's what I do. And there have been some really comforting connections that have come from that. I've had women get in touch with me who have been through a really similar thing. You know, one woman who did pretty much the same injury the day before me. Um, And so it's, you know, one of those things where it's comforting to know that you're not alone in your experience as much as you'd never wish it on anyone. But the majority of direct messages that I have received have been horror stories, like nothing short of horror stories. People talking about recovery that has taken, you know, one to two years, surgery, all sorts of different fractures. Last night at 11.30 PM when we got into bed and we've been just going to bed later because everything's taking longer and all of that stuff. Someone sent me a message about a Liz Frank fracture and it was just like a there was like three messages in a row about it so then I was googling it and I'm like oh my gosh that's what it is and it's gonna require surgery and like just getting a bit spirally and Brendan's like stop get off your phone get off google stop just stop and um, I am grateful for that voice of reason because pretty much anytime you google something you're going to find whatever it is that confirms your worst fear. There will always be information for and information against. And when I was Googling specifically about that style of fracture, I was like, right, bruising under my foot. And then all of these articles were popping up about it. 
So I have definitely had moments of struggling and frustration and cried a lot. I, of course, am missing working out, but, and like, to be honest with you, yes, I really do miss working out. I, like, to me, exercising with a podcast in or music in for that 45 minutes a day, that is my cup filling time. That is my solitude time. That's when I feel most like myself in a way. Um, And so I've really missed that. But it hasn't been triggering for me in the way that I was a little worried maybe it could have been. Like there was something definitely deep inside me that was like, oh gosh, how hard is it going to be not to train and how much am I going to get spirally? Because exercise has always been such a big component of my life. And, you know, 10, 16 years ago now in my early 20s, I definitely had a very unhealthy relationship with exercise but I'm really happy to share with you that during this time, whilst I desperately miss being capable of the exercises I enjoy and that intense feeling of sweating, like that is my bag when it comes to training. I haven't felt um, panicky. Like when I was in a very health, when I was in a unhealthy dynamic with relate, can't even talk guys. When I was in a unhealthy dynamic with exercising, if I couldn't train due to weather or, you know, a delay at work or whatever it is, I would get so panicked. You know, my heart would be racing. I felt physically and physiologically impacted by the inability to train. And that's not how I feel at the moment. I just feel like, oh, I miss that. And I can see how important it is to me. And I can't wait to get back to it. But I'm not stressed in the way that I did wonder if I would be. So there's that. And a question came through on Instagram that asked, does it trigger my ED? And I guess the person that asked the question understands the link sometimes for some people with an eating disorder history with over-exercising as well. And so I'm really pleased to report that it hasn't been triggering for me in that way in the slightest. And I am as surprised by that as anyone. And it has not been triggering at all for me in terms of eating either. Um, I'm still eating as per normal. In fact, I think I'm eating more at the moment because I'm just tired, you know, when you can't do much and you feel a bit lethargic. So I am really grateful for that insight because I predicted that that's how it would be, you know, for the most part, but there still is something inside of you that, or something inside of me, I guess, that wasn't a hundred percent certain how I would go with my history and with that kind of, you know, I say muscle memory, uh, in air quotes there. So I can't wait to get back to movement. I have been doing a little bit of it. We ended up getting a moon boot. A lot of people did say get a moon boot. uh, And Brendan was across that. And he's like, yep, you definitely definitely need one of those. I saw an osteo. They weren't really able to do much at all. Uh, The osteotherapist was lovely. um, But she did say, look, it's probably too soon in the recovery journey to do much to it other than like a bit of a lymphatic type massage on the leg. And that was that. And then today I ended up going to see a physiotherapist and it was all really positive news. The physiotherapist was incredible, really caring, really knowledgeable. And you know, when you're in 
the care of a healthcare professional that you can tell is invested in your wellness. It's such a different experience. And I'm so glad that I booked in with this physiotherapist in particular because he specializes in sporting issues and athletes and that sort of thing. And while I'm no athlete, I'm, of course, someone who likes to train a lot. And so he was able to get hold of the x-rays and explain it all to Brendan and I. And in the scheme of things, I'm really lucky. There's, you know, no chance that I need surgery It's not going to be an injury, fingers crossed, unless anything changes. But at present, there's no indication that it's going to be an injury that impacts me long term. The physiotherapist is really confident and really pleased with how I've managed this injury so far in terms of resting it, icing it, compressing it, all of that sort of stuff. So today's appointment has left me feeling in such a better way. Ahead of the appointment, I woke up miserable because through the night I was panicking a little bit about, you know, what if we get to this appointment this morning and he's seen the x-rays and it's much worse? What if I'll never run again? All of those things. And I woke up late this morning as well and then frustrated that I had a shorter amount of time to get everything sorted today that I needed to get sorted, you know, lunches, kids out the door, all of that stuff. And so I just woke up really pissed off, if I'm honest, you know, pissed off and frustrated and annoyed that, you know, I wake up and I'm busting to use the bathroom and I can't just get up and walk there. I need help, especially first thing in the morning because it stiffens overnight. But anyway, after today's appointment, I do feel so much more positive and I actually have a shoe on my left foot, which is very exciting and a treatment plan. So fingers crossed all goes well. But a couple of things I thought I would touch on in regards to uh, the injury. And also (laughs) I'm just looking at some notes I jotted down before getting cozy today with my ice pack on and the microphone and all of that. I have wondered, am I cursed? Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Am I cursed at the moment? And I know, like, of course I'm not. And it's all very minor. It's, you know, something that's going to pass, a blip blip along the way. But last night I was like, just, I'll I'll tell you why. Okay, so the other day I was making a coffee, made my coffee and the the glass just completely cracked in my hand. And this is a glass that I always use for my coffees, but it just cracked. So I was like, that's strange. As I was putting that glass in the bin, uh, I heard this massive, massive crash. And my first thought was maybe one of the pool fence glass palings had spontaneously combusted because it was unmistakably the sound of glass shattering. But then I thought, oh, I'll quickly check whether it's the mirror that I've got in my office. Maybe that's fallen over. That was fine. You know, hobble around the corner. And I could see that the mirror that we have in our lounge room living area 
had fallen over and just completely smashed. And it's a mirror that Brendan and I made together. It had the beautiful tiled border and I love that mirror. It matches our coffee table, but it had just smashed to smithereens and taken with it one of my favorite glass bowl vase type things. So there was that. Then one of the boys was in the lounge room looking into the pool from the window and he goes, oh my gosh, there's a dead bird in the pool. And I looked at Brendan and I was like, I think I'm cursed. Glasses breaking, mirrors shattering, dead birds. Like what is happening? Um, But of course, they're all just coincidences, right? Question mark. But anyway, a couple of things I thought I would touch on in regards. Oh, and that was the other thing. Sorry, I've just looked down at my notes. I also had an awful dream the night before last that I got into my car and I just warning if you have any little ears listening just skip for 15 seconds but I got into my car and I put my hand behind my seat for some reason and a hand grabbed my hand and I turned around and a woman was there with a gun and she shot me in the head and I actually died in my dream and my head's like just went to smithereens and I've never had that experience you know in a dream I don't know if you can relate let me know but I've never had the experience of actually dying in my dream you have that experience where you're falling or something bad happens but for me it was like oh that's it I'm nothing anymore so all of those things made me say to Brendan do you think that I'm cursed at the moment have I done something to cause this chain of events that is just you know everything is spiraling out of control around me but anyway a couple of things One, I have been wearing on my right foot a sock from one of those trampoline play center things. For us here in Queensland, there's a bounce and it's one of those play centers that you go to. It's all trampolines, but you've got to wear their specific grippy socks. So for anyone who has an injury, I recommend getting one of those socks with grip, like the silicone pads on the bottom, just so that you have more safety in your foot that you're relying on more. I've of course been icing it. That's like the the go-to move. The rice, you know, rest, ice, compress, elevate. So I'm continually having rounds of just icing my foot. We have put an office chair with wheels in the bathroom so that if I do want to get ready and I just haven't really been getting ready, like who cares about makeup and hair at the moment? But that has been good in terms of sitting to brush my teeth and then I can wheel myself over to the toilet and if I need to dry my hair, I've got that. We also have in our shower, which we've already had because Brendan turned our shower into one that has two heads, but you can get these shower attachments from Ikea and they're just a suction cap. So if you have one of those shower heads with the extendable movable arm, that normally sits up high, even though you can like adjust them and bring them down or just hangs. If you want to like wall mount it so that it's at a good height for you if you're injured, that has been really handy because we've been able to adjust it to a point where when I'm in the shower and I have a plastic chair in the shower at the moment, we've adjusted that movable handle attachment, the holder, to a place where I can sit under it to wash my own hair. Um, So that's been handy as well. And that was a very cheap little attachment as well. The other thing that I have noticed over the past seven to 10 days is how much I do. And I just wanted to mention that because every single woman, especially listening, you are amazing. You are likely doing a million things at once 
And I know they say there's no such thing as multitasking. It's just shifting from one task to the other and all of those things. But this experience of having to verbalize to other people what needs to happen, what needs to get done has made me so acutely aware of how much I do. I mean, I was going to say effortlessly, but maybe it's more habitually, you know, from the moment my feet hit the ground of a morning, I'm like 10 steps ahead. I know exactly what processes need to happen. You know, I'm making coffee while making a smoothie, while making sure the boys are organized and getting lunches sorted and clocking what, what washing needs to be put on because I need that washing finished by a certain point because of da, 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 da. Like women, you are amazing. You are likely just doing so many things that if you had to sit down and verbalize what you do, you would be flawed. And I don't say that as like, oh, I'm wonderful. I do so many things. I say it as it has been confronting. And I have also found it really annoying to ask for help. I hate being like, oh, could you get me a cup of tea? Oh, fill up my hot water bottle. Like do all of these things for me. I hate that. I hate, 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 hate asking for help. Um, So much to the point that last night I was sitting at the kitchen bench And I've been chopping things for dinner and lunches because I just want to feel like I'm doing something, but sat on a high stool and Bren was putting the taco shells in the oven and I could see the oven was turned up to like way too high. And I thought to myself, oh, just tell him as he's putting those things in to turn the oven down. But I have been telling and asking and directing so many things of him and he has not bad an eyelid. He just takes it all in his stride. He has been so incredible but I am feeling uncomfortable with the amount of direction I'm giving. I hate it. And that's an interesting thing to really reflect on anyway. But I saw the oven was turned up so high and I was like, like it stuck in my throat for a moment. You know, that moment of like, maybe just turn the oven down. And I kid you not, like Brennan would have just turned it down and not thought anything of it. But it was me in my head about how many things I'm requesting of the people around me, even the boys. And so I thought, oh, just don't say anything. Just keep your eye on it. And like within two minutes, the tacos were black and the smoke alarms going off and all of that stuff. And I thought like, I should have just said something, but this has been a compounding effect of a week or so of asking people to do things for me. So anyway, that is my very uninteresting, but also annoying life update at present. This injury sucks. And at the same time, I know it could have been worse. And if you are injured or you're impacted by like extreme morning sickness, you're not feeling great, you've got COVID, whatever it is, if you are impacted and you're no longer able to just exist in the way you normally do, just know that I understand the frustration you are experiencing. It's such a cliche, isn't it? You know, when you get a cold or you get a sore throat or whatever it is, and you think to yourself, oh my gosh, I took for granted all the times I could just breathe without being in pain or swallow without being in pain. And you think to yourself, oh, once I go back to normal, I'll be so grateful just to swallow or breathe easily. And then of course you go back to normal and you just forget, you just take it all for granted. Um, And that's how I'm feeling at the moment. I look at people out walking their dogs and I think I just want to go for a walk, but I'm sure it will come all in good time. Right now, I'm just avoiding horror stories. I do feel so relieved to have this physiotherapist in particular in my corner. 
and everything he said today was so positive. Um, not, not in the way of like sugarcoating it and bullshitting me, but in the way of this is not a super severe injury. This is something you can manage with, you know, the treatment that you can do at home yourself in terms of exercises and all of that stuff. And he's like, we're going to get you out of the moon boot and we're going to get you off the crutches and it's going to be fine. And I cannot wait for that day where I can get back to just going for a run, going for a walk, going for a hike with the kids and also just whizzing around my house and doing the million things that I do. It's really been confronting to have those components of my day uh, removed. And so many people have said to me, maybe it's the universe telling you to slow down and all of those things. And yeah, like perhaps, (laughs) sure, why not? It could be. But I appreciate you listening to today's podcast episode. I'm sorry I don't have anything really exciting to tell you other than we've got some great episodes coming up. It's been really lovely to hear from those of you who have joined up and subscribed, particularly the feedback from the episode I did with my mum has been really, really lovely to receive. So a huge thank you to those of you who have signed up to support the podcast If it sounds like something that you want to do, the details will be in the show notes. You can do it super easily through Apple and it just means you get ad-free episodes and bonus content as well. Thank you for listening to today's episode. It would mean the world to me if you slide into my DMs, let me know, share, all of that stuff and I'll speak with you very, very soon. Today's podcast episode was recorded on the land of the Bunjalung Nation. In the spirit of reconciliation, we acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.